Hello. Hi there. I'm back at it again with my podcast. I'm booked, the very bookish podcast. I'm your host, Stella. Welcome to this podcast episode. It's been a while. How are you doing? I hope you're doing well. I'm doing quite well at the moment, so I hope you're doing well as well. I just said well a lot in that last sentence. Um, So I had to take a bit of a break from podcasting because I had to deal with a couple of things in my life that were maybe not so fun, including a hospital admission, which was not fun at all, but it was very necessary. And to be honest, I'm quite glad it happened because, like I said, it was necessary for what I was going through. And I'm not going to talk about it further. It was my hospital admission, by the way, if I didn't make that clear. Um, So yeah, so this episode is going to be about, as you can tell by the title, probably, it's going to be about my bookish pet peeves. Because I've been in a reading slump lately and haven't been able to actually get myself to pick up a book and read it. As simple as that sounds, I can't seem to do it. So we can start off with that pet peeve. Um, (laughs) Being in a reading slump and not being able to read. Like, no matter, like I'm surrounded by books almost constantly. Like I always have a book on me and I can just never manage to pick it up and just go, hmm, I'm going to look at the words and the words are going to go into my brain. My brain's going to process the words and it's going to be a wonderful, fantastic story. No, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. I think if I check my Goodreads, let's see how many books I've read so far this year. And we're like, what? It's April when I'm recording this. Um, I've completed five books. Five in three months. That's very much not like me. I usually read like four to five books a month. I've read five books in three months, so not at all like me. And that's definitely one of my pet peeves. Before we continue with my pet peeves, I'm going to just say I'm no longer going to be editing the episodes for a reason I will disclose later. Um, I will no longer be editing my episodes because I just don't want to. Um, My podcast episodes will no longer have any structure whatsoever because, again, I don't feel like it. Um, And there will be no expectations from that podcast whatsoever. So there will not be a recording schedule. There will not be a publishing schedule. Is publish the right word? Airing schedule, I guess, would be a better word. Um, Yeah, that's not going to happen. And finally, the reason I will not be editing 
the podcast anymore is because I want to have fun with my podcast. I want it to be a place to just talk to myself, I guess, about something that I really enjoy, books. So I will like, I'm just not going to place any expectations on me anymore. So the goal to have a podcast episode a month this year out the window. We just, what's the word for when you throw something out a window? Defenestrate, I think is what it's called. Oh no, defenestration is the act of throwing someone out of the window. Well, the someone in this case are my goals. Defenestrated. <laughs> that's that's what happened. Um, my next pet peeve is when someone tries to talk to you. Not in general. While you're reading. I didn't I like I got halfway through the sentence and then just stopped. Um, but when someone tries to talk to you while you're reading. Also when someone tries to talk to you. But that's a separate issue. But when someone tries to talk to you while you're reading, it's like at least wait until I'm done my chapter or my sentence. Like I know you wouldn't know, but like it's only polite. Come on. Um, next pet peeve. <laughs> would be stickers on book covers and i'm talking about the real stickers these this time like the stickers that leave like this ugly film when you like remove them or the ones that you can't even remove because they're just too sticky because they're stickers um Yeah, those are really annoying. And then I was talking about the real stickers, but now we're going to talk about the fake stickers because those are even more annoying because it's like you go and take it, try and take it off so you can see the what's underneath and like the pretty book cover. And you can't take it off because it's part of the cover. And I'm like, what? Who thought that was a good idea? Like, who was like, hmm. We're gonna upset a lot of people. Like, who who did that? I wanna know. I'm gonna Google it. Who created fake book sticker? Let's see. There, I found lots of people to design them. I do not, I cannot find the actual creator of fake book stickers. Because, I mean, the first person to probably do it was probably dead now because when was the first book created when was the first book in the 14th century so yeah they're probably dead um but like if we ever met in the afterlife then we'd have some beef 
Um, my, I guess my fifth pet peeve would be stickers covering the synopsis on the back of the book. Like, stickers on the front are bad enough. You had to put some on the back, too. Um, why'd you do that? Like, who asked? Uh, but yeah, because it's like, I'm just, it's like, you see a pretty cover and you go, hmm, I'm going to see what this book is about. And then, and then, sorry, my friend just joined Snapchat and I got a notification for it. That's why I went silent. But it's like, and then you go and turn over the book to read the synopsis and then there's a sticker. And you're like, why? And then you try and take the sticker off and there's a film. And then you can't read because of the film. And you're like, what am I supposed to do now? I guess Google the synopsis, but like that's so much extra work. So yeah, that's another pet peeve. Um, Sixth pet peeve. When a book is not edited well. Like y'all are writers. Y'all have like big writing companies with big writing people to like fix and i'm not saying it's the writer's fault not saying that at all but it's like you have people who are like behind your image who are like correcting your work and then when there are like grammar mistakes or when there are like just formatting errors or mishaps or I don't know really what to call them, but like when it's just formatted terribly, like I feel bad for the author because it's like you put so much work into this and then the people who are like backing you up aren't doing their job well, you know? So I guess I sort of just feel bad for the author, but it's like also kind of annoying as a reader. Next pet peeve. When a book starts well, which is a good thing, but then it ends terribly or abruptly or just doesn't really have an ending at all. It's just sort of like this could have happened or this or this. It's up to you. You know, like that. Like, sometimes it's, sometimes, like, the author really really wants to give you a chance to think about, like, the characters that you just had this whole experience with, and that's great, but when it's, like, I'm just lazy and don't want to come up with an ending, so I'm just going to leave it up to you, like, that's what really gets me. Um, So, or when... I'm going to be talking about a very specific book right now and just not name it because I don't want the author to feel bad. The author definitely won't listen to my podcast, but like, I don't want you to go to the book and be like, oh, this is a terrible book because of this. But when you start off your book and it's a great thriller and it's like really engaging and everything about it is great and the characters and the romance is like steamy and all that jazz. And then you decide to end it because there were rat people in the sewers. Like, what? Like, I'm sorry, what? Like, 
Like, you just don't do that. Don't end it with rat people in the sewers. That's what we've learned. Um, next. Moving on. <laughs> um, when authors overuse cliches like dead parents or there's only one bed when there are, like, two enemies, you know, um, on some fantastical adventure. And then, or... I'm trying to think of another cliche. I... I cannot think of another cliche at the moment, but I... Oh, love triangles. The chosen one cliche. Oh my gosh, this one gets to me so bad. Like when the main character has like been like the chosen one. And it's like, come on. Um... When this is very niche... But when there's, like, a character who describes themselves one way and then other characters in the book then give a different description of the same character so you're just left confused. Um, like, I don't know if that's supposed to be, like, edgy. Like, oh, the main character hates themselves. Like, I don't know what it's supposed to mean, but... It's just annoying because then you're just left confused because it's, like... You describe, like, like the main character will describe themselves as, like, ugly, and then, like, everyone else will describe them as, like, drop-dead gorgeous, and you're just left, like, which one is it? Um, so yeah, that's quite annoying. Next. When people read over your shoulder. It's, it feels like eavesdropping. But, like, on a more spiritual level. Like, you don't look at someone else's book. Like, this happened to me. I was on a road trip, okay? I was on a road trip with my aunt and my cousin. And my cousin is sitting beside me, not beside me, behind me, with her cat in, like, the carrying case. And I'm reading in the passenger seat. And I'm, and there's, like, a very, like, steamy masturbation scene if i can say that that's all i'm gonna say about it but like and it's very because like it's very obvious that she's reading over my shoulder and i'm just very embarrassed because it was written terribly too so it wasn't like it wasn't like that i, that I was getting into this scene at all it was just like i was just there like i don't want to be reading this right now and i don't want other people seeing that i'm reading this right now and i am so embarrassed but um yeah, so when people read over your shoulder, just don't. Just don't do that. Just don't read over other people's shoulders. Unless, of course, you ask. If you're like, hey, can I read... Like, or your book seems really interesting, or I've heard of your book before. Can I read, like, the page that you're on just so I get an idea of it? You know? I don't know. But, like, maybe do that. Next. Pet peeve. When someone brags about not reading like who do you think you are to brag about not reading or when people brag about reading more than you like we're all readers you can read one book a year you can read 
365 books a year. Like, I don't care. You're still a reader if you read something or if you consider yourself a reader. But then if you're like, oh, I've never picked up a book in the last, like, 12 years of my life. And that's, like, that a lot of old men say that. Just realized that. Hmm. But, like, I just don't get what they're really bragging about. Like, at that point, how, how low do you have to be to, like, be like, I don't have any hobbies, and I also don't want to pick up another hobby. Like, I don't even know. But, yeah. 11th pet peeve. When a movie seems to change the entire plot of the book that it's based on. Or when, like, just things are added into the movie, then the book that, like, makes a book not make any sense at all. Like, it, sometimes it seems like the people making the movie haven't even read the book because it's like that's not how it happened in the book like i promise i read it like it says that like he kissed her not the other way around type thing i don't know that was just an example but yeah next pet peeve having to wait for library books to become available especially digital ones because, like, you don't know the person who has it in front of you. So, like, you can't have an enemy, you know? It's just, like, you against the computer. Which is probably better. And probably saved some verbal arguments, maybe. But, like... When you have to wait and not know who is in front of you, like, I feel like that's the worst for me for some reason. Um, so, yeah. Next, when your bag or purse doesn't fit your book inside of it. Like... What's the point then? Like, what's the point? The whole point was for me to bring this book with me, right? Like, yeah, water is necessary. Yeah, maybe I need a snack. Yeah, probably my phone. But, like, books. You know what I mean? So, anyway. Next, moving on. Uh, books that have movie covers instead of book covers or like movie poster covers, you know? Like movie posters, nothing against movie posters. Movie posters are great for movies, hence why they're called a movie poster, right? Like book covers are great for books, right? Like I wouldn't go and expect the book cover to be 
the movie cover. Like, I wouldn't do that because they're two separate things. As much as they're based on each other, like, you don't take away the book cover and then make it the movie cover. Like, that's wrong. Uh, Next. When someone judges a book that they haven't read by its cover... When someone's like, oh, that book, like, seems so terrible. And, like, you're reading it and it's, like, absolutely fantastic because maybe the cover's ugly. Like, that's just wrong. Like, people say don't judge a book by its cover for, its re- for like, for good reasons. Um, next. I just put, I made, a, I made a written list, right, of all my bookish pet peeves. And I just put spoilers in all caps. <laughs> So yeah, spoilers suck. Spoilers. If you like purposely go and spoil things or you don't give like a spoiler warning, you suck. I'm sorry. Actually, no, I'm not. You just suck. But <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, pet peeve number 17. When books in the same series are different sizes... Or have different cover themes. Like when one is all like leaves and foresty. And then like one is just fire. Like <laughs> who did that? <laughs> okay, for context, it's currently 10pm when I'm recording this. And both my siblings are sleeping and I just yelled fire. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um. So yeah. If you're a book manufacturer, don't make books different sizes, especially when they're in the same series. That's annoying. Sincerely, all readers everywhere. Next. When people don't take care of your borrowed books, like books that you lend them, that's annoying because it's like, you have them in perfectly good condition and then you give them away and then like all of a sudden they're like terrible condition like why did you have to crack this spine like that like why did you have to do that that was mean next number 19 and the final pet peeve i know how shocking the list is actually done. Um, this is something that I could talk about for a while, my pet peeves. Um, but reviews in the place where a synopsis should be. Like, the back of the book is to explain what's inside the book, right? Um, not where you get to tell me that the New York Times absolutely loved your terrible book. Like, no, you don't do that. So, you know, I said don't judge a book by its cover earlier. Don't judge a book by its cover. Judge it by whether it uses the back to talk about the book or what other people thought of the book. That's how you judge a book. Anyway, so that's it. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. I hope that nobody dog ears your like borrowed books or books that you lent them because that would suck. So I hope you have a great morning, evening, 
day. I don't know when you're listening to this, but yeah. Have a great life. Bye. Talk to you soon.